0: hope you all enjoyed that clip from Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead. Great song. That'll be our new song or song we highlighted this week. And so stay tuned for that. And hello everybody. I'm James Runge and I got my uh, partner Hal Croswell here.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, thank, first of all, thank you, James, for spurring this great idea of a podcast upon me uh, earlier today. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot to talk about in today's world and uh, I'm looking forward to
0: Many future conversations. Right, there's a situation that we're in, and I know everyone else listening is in the same situation as well. The pandemic, but there's a um, there's a new light on the horizon, and I think that conversation is big in these times, and we might as well yeah. just talk and talk to everyone else as well. Yeah. So if you're just
1: if you're sitting around doing nothing, or got a long car ride, just tune in and uh.
0: Listen to some good combos, right? Hopefully you enjoy what we have to say and we'd love some, some feedback. So let us know. So we'll dive on in here. So today, just kind of a recap of my day, because I know everyone is very interested in what I did today, as you should be. I played a a round of golf today and I'm not the best golfer. I've saw, I saw a video the other day of an amateur golfer kind of making fun of a reporter asking me a question. I wouldn't even put myself at the level of an amateur golfer. I play golf. Just to play golf for fun, it's a hobby. It's a recreational hobby I have, and I've played more and more golf this kind of pandemic than I have the whole of my life. And I know Hal's. Um, I've seen the worst of it. He's he's seen. I've the seen worst some good shots, seen a lot of bad though. And there's there's more honest. bad. I don't like the fairways. I like, I like playing in the rough. That's kind of my area, my area of expertise. And um, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I was actually playing golf today, and I was hitting. Where Northwoods? At Northwoods, Northwoods. Yeah, it's yeah. a good course. It's the greens are sandy, but decent speed, and I, I didn't putt well today. I don't usually putt well, but I was hitting the shot today, and I was, I was thinking to myself, you know, I don't really know how far out I am, and I don't really know where the, um, where to put the ball, and so I grabbed um, my seven iron and I swung, and I did not hit the green, and I did not even come close to the green. I probably hit it about, well, I don't even know how far, maybe a hundred yards, but it was. It was dead center, and yeah. that's kind of that's kind of on par for me, and so what'd I was you, pleased with that. What'd you make on the hole? I think I made a triple bogey, which is probably okay. probably where I usually hit and land. Yeah, but yeah, sounds about part of James' golf that's game. That's part of the course. Far yeah. from par. Wow, I, I see you have a um a cast on your hand today. Yeah,
1: I was unfortunately able to join you today at the the golf course. I right. had a little basketball incident, ended up fracturing my uh or breaking I don't even know which one, yeah. my wrist. Wow. Um. Yeah, it's not good. Did it a couple months ago found out a week ago. Um, That's tough. Not looking like I have to get surgery, which is good. That is good. But I am gonna have this cast for a couple months. So no oh, uh, really no birdies or eagles for Hal for a while. Yeah, well I asked um, you to play
0: golf today and I completely forgot that yeah, you had the cast on. Yeah. It. I was disappointed to see that you forgot. Yeah, but, well does that has that hindered any of your daily activities having Yeah, you cast actually on your hand? it's
1: something I wanna talk about. Um it's really made me realize how just how important um hands so, are the hands <laughs> i mean general. yeah no, you I, don't think about it people but there are certain body parts you use that you just take for granted like i've actually uh, read somewhere one of the most important body types just for daily body parts for daily life i mean obviously there are other all every your body parts important and they all come together right but a very
0: important one is your pinky toe I have heard that it's very heard, important for heard balance. If you don't have your pinky toe, you would just fall over. That is insane, and I, I've heard that as well. I that's just a nugget of wisdom yeah. that I've just kept. And obviously, but,
1: I don't want to act like I'm a huge victim here. There are people with no limbs and stuff, right? And they're still and they're still living, living trucking life, trucking along. But
0: but I mean, it is it is interesting I to mean, point out. Just that to name
1: a few examples of things that are just. I feel like I took for granted you flipping stuck, my fingernails. Right. Oh, I didn't even think. Uh, of that. Playing golf, obviously.
0: Right. That's Just sports that were really painful, especially to, right now. I can tell. Because um, we actually played golf when you didn't realize you yeah, had broken it. Yeah. Right. I Hal, yeah. every, all the listeners, he is actually a very decent golf player. He's he has he has okay. some good shots. Um, the reason I say this is that he's extraordinarily or exponentially uh, better than I am. Yeah. And so not we, saying much. We, uh, thank you. Um, but we. Had played together as a team, and so I thought that Hal would kind of carry me. But his wrist, um, playing golf, you could just see he would grimace in pain every time he hit the ball. So it actually is, it actually is a big factor when it comes to. I mean, you would think it would be for playing basketball, it probably hurt, but just. Yeah.
1: Um. Another example, uh, making food. Um, having to like, I was trying to toss a salad last night, and just it was difficult to maneuver the utensils in the way that I wanted to. Right. I mean, I did it. I could do it. It just took kind of a while. Um, taking a shower, I have
0: to put a bag over my arm. Right, and I bet it, the cast begins to smell after a while. Yeah, it hasn't
1: so far, right. I don't think. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Though. Hopefully, I don't have to febreze it.
0: Right, it just seems like it, it doesn't really alter your... I mean, it does alter your life. It just makes things last longer, mostly. Right,
1: yeah, it, things take longer. Um, it's not the end of the world. But I mean, it anyways. has
0: kind of changed the way you've... You've gone about every day, you
1: know? Yeah, I, mean, um, I think in a way, I was actually thinking about this, um, like, in the same way that when I get this cast off...
0: Your left hand will be that much more valuable. Yeah,
1: it'll be, like, the greatest thing ever. Right. Like, I'll just be, like, opening sense. doors with my left hand, like, throwing the Frisbee for my you'll dog. Be, you'll be doing things with like, your left hand
0: you never thought were possible. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'll be, like doing handstands when exactly. i get this cast the off solely of
0: your left hand
1: and i was thinking it's the exact same thing that's going to happen when this quarantine's over
0: right like we're all going to get up.
1: together and it's going
0: to be like it's gonna, it's going to be a whole new world for everyone. oh it's going to be like the, the best time oh it's going to be because at least for us both being freshmen in college or having our second semester and when i say this i know there's people who have it's affected a lot more, but when we we get stripped of part of our second semester of freshman year, when we get back, when all of our friends are together, when we hang out together, we're gonna we're gonna have a, a grand old time because we're gonna oh, yeah. we're not gonna know what's gonna happen later on, so we're gonna cherish every moment. Right. It's it's cheesy, but we're gonna cherish it's every cheesy, moment the fullest. It's cheesy, but
1: it's gonna be that much sweeter. You're when gonna we live life with, with a, a whole, whole new perspective,
0: and you're gonna have a lot more fun. Yeah, right.
1: All right. Well, I think that leads us into our next. Uh, Segment. It's called a uh, Hal's pondering question of the day. Right. It's directed and I'm, for I'm James. I'm actually
0: really excited about this one today. I've been thinking about possible questions and yeah. I've been coming up with answers. So okay. uh, hit me.
1: So this question um, came about earlier today. I was driving down the highway and I was noticing these billboards. Right. Um, this was shortly after James mentioned the idea of the podcast and I had already thought of this this segment. Um, and I saw all these billboards. And I just kind of thought to myself, and this is my question to you, James, have you ever seen a billboard being put up on the highway, like oh. being physically constructed and put up on the highway?
0: You know, that is a very, very good Because I haven't. I don't, I don't think I have. I honestly don't think I have. The only time, that, what, when you ask that question, what comes to mind is when they say... When I mean it's like just the same as like a bus bench or a bench where it has an advertisement on it where right. it says you saw this that means these advertisement work advertisements work when you're passing by on the highway and you see a billboard it says you just proved that this worked which I think is a good advertising technique but to back to your main question I have never seen anyone put up a billboard now that I think about yeah. it and I've I've not that is a good question and well well
1: maybe we have
0: maybe and we, we have it's, it's
1: just such a Non,
0: like not thing. important
1: to us that we just brush right over it. Right, it goes right if from I from ear to ear right through it.
0: If I were to see half a billboard and then another half of another billboard, I would probably notice. Right. And it'd be something to log in the back of your brain, just like the pinky toe example.
1: Yeah, I and mean, it's, like, it's it's something like it,
0: that I've been thinking about today. Right. Well, I'm now like, I think that if I do see it happening, I will be, I will, I will notify you first. Yeah,
1: I mean, you see, raves roads get paved obviously because you're riding down the road. Right. I mean, I. Right. Duh, but like, no, I don't know. I just think billboards are kind of out of it, you know, and right? it, and it's it's they're not really of our concern. It's
0: but. a good question. It's a good thing. Well, now that we're on to deep thinking, we're going to go into a next um segment of conspiracy theories. We're we we're thinking we're going to try to do a new conspiracy theory each podcast, and some of them will be more really believable than others. But I think this one um this is Hal's idea of talking about the Denver airport because I know I went to the Denver airport about a month ago. Um, and when was the last time you went to the? Denver oh, we airport? were
1: actually together last time. I went to the Denver Airport. That's right. If I'm not mistaken, we were going skiing in we were a Beaver Creek. In
0: Beaver Creek, and we both were in the Denver Airport together. That's right. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on.
0: There's a lot
1: of with the Denver crazy airport. stuff. What are some yeah. things you noticed while you were there?
0: Well, so I had heard about it, and I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. But I never really, I never really dived or dove deep into it. But the one thing that I did notice was the blue Mustang. Oh, you can't miss that. You can't miss that. It's a towering blue horse with red beaming eyes. Red eyes. eyes. Just Stampy. staring outside of the Denver airport. And it's massive. So it's massive. And if I'm... Sta- correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the that the constructor of the horse actually... That's the absolutely horse true. Died on, or the horse fell upon him and the constructor died. I've read multiple accounts of that being true. And while that is just mind-warping and it just makes you think... I mean, it's, it's wild, but does that have a conspiracy link to it, or is that just something crazy that's just going to be attached yeah. to the Blue Mustang? It's, it's a cool thought. If you want to research it more, I, I would go into it. I've read a couple articles about it. It's, it's a worth a read. Yeah. But yeah. So what, well, what, let's
1: dive into some of the more uh, prominent examples theories. within the airport. Um, right. This is from the Denver Post. Um, I'd say it's pretty reliable. They, they kind of right. go into what the conspiracies are, and the facts behind them kind of to you know show if they're true or not right, but right. um there are two gargoyles at the denver airport um called notre denver really like kind of like notre dame but notre, notre dame? denver yeah two gargoyles both called notre denver Interesting. and they just kind of overlook they're inside the airport um here i'll show you um wow it's it's very... It almost looks like an alien.
0: It almost does. Um, with it looks wings. Like, and it, I can see some Egyptian in that a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I Egyptian can see Egyptian pharaohs. But, um... Like that. that is... Yeah,
1: there's two... I mean, that's that not tricky. really a conspiracy, but it, it definitely adds to the suspicious under-the-table stuff that seems to be going on with the Denver right, airport. Right, right. And um,
0: that's just... That's just weird. And who... Why... Who, what, when, where, why? I mean, yeah. why even put that in there? Why is it there? It's right. just, it's, it's it's weird. It's crazy. Yeah. But.
1: And just like those gargoyles, there's that we saw it, uh, in person. There they recently took it away a couple years ago. But when we were there, there was that mural oh, of like this guy with and a gas church. mask and a, right. and, a, and a It almost looks like a Nazi with like a uh with a gas mask on with a sword and then he's like. Children like, running
0: away from him or right. something. It's very, very detailed, and uh, it looks pretty pretty they, insane. They did end up taking it down, because it was so... I can understand why they did take it down, but why was just it put up in the first eyesore. place in an uh, airport? Yeah,
1: I don't know, but... That is interesting. Well, that that's was, another piece of artwork that kind of adds to the creepy nature of the airport. Right. But yeah, now yeah. let's get into the, the real stuff. Um, there's a theory that the Freemasons, a centuries-old secret society has controlled the airport ever since it opened, with ties to the New World Order, a group of global elites who wield power over international affairs.
0: Wow. So it's kind of just like, the, I mean, that's just crazy.
1: Yeah, and they think that, well, the budget, uh, I don't remember the exact number, but I read that the budget for the Denver airport was... I don't know, high. astronomically higher. Compared to I, millions, guys. I don't know if it was millions or billions, but it was one of those right, way over knows. the actual, what what, what, what it costed it to, to build be, right. the airport.
0: That's kind of, like um, the Freemasons, it's kind of like the Illuminati.
1: Yeah, is it is kind of like the Illuminati. This is just for the elite, yeah, and it said, or there's a theory, um, it's not very widely supported, but there is a theory that under the airport... There is a huge bunker to house um, the new members of the New World Order or the right. elites. It's
0: kind of like a cult you um, would And the things. in the
1: uh, if if the advent of a uh, natural disaster or apocalypse were to
0: would it occur then they would, would be to safe occur then they the would airport. go into
1: the end of that bunker.
0: That is that is cool. That is that is mysterious. That's something I would definitely want to research more.
1: Yeah. Go more um, deep into. I mean, th- it's one of the most widely researched um, conspiracy theories. Right. Um, yeah. Um,
0: I think that's... A good, all
1: kinds of Nazi conspiracies and...
0: Uh, just different topics. You like, got the
1: horse. You got the creepy artwork, the right. budget, the underground bunker.
0: I think the one thing we can conclude is that Denver Airport is a very weird place.
1: We can't conclude that. We can, it's, and that's
0: just... I, w- I wouldn't want to be there for yeah. more than... It doesn't feel creepy necessarily when you're in there. No, it seems but like a normal airport. I when mean, you go, go back and read city. all this
1: stuff, it does make you kind of...
0: I don't know, wonder. it might make a little, couple hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Right, and, and they would stand up and scream, let's get out of this place they because will. this place is creepy. Yeah. All right, so after that um, mind-boggling conspiracy theory about the Denver airport, I mean, that's still making me kind of shiver. Oh, oh yeah. Um, let's go into more of a, um, mind-boggling TV series that, uh, you've been watching recently. How you've told me about yeah, this. Yeah,
1: um, it's a show that I tried to watch, um, last year and didn't really get into it because you kind of got to watch the first three episodes to really get into right. it. This is, uh, Peaky Blinders.
0: Peaky Blinders. And what streaming Huge service fan. is this on? This is on
1: Netflix. Netflix. That's, um, that's hi- really I awesome. highly recommend it. Um, What's the premise? I've
0: seen the first season, I think.
1: It's 1920s Great Britain. Oh. Um, There's this, you'd call them like a mob, I guess, gangsters. Gangsters. They do dirty, under-the-table illegal stuff to try to make money.
0: Right, as gangsters. But they're very
1: likable, and it's a group called the Peaky Blinders. That's the name of the mob. Um, The leader of the group, badass, named Thomas Shelby. Ah, I've, I've, Absolutely, I've, he's
0: the epitome of a badass. Like right. he, he's he, the man. He he does what he needs to do, and he does it in style. To where you think, all right. Yeah, I mean, I just
1: it's a show that it might take you two or three episodes to really start to like be dying to watch the next one.
0: Exactly, but those 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 are the shows they have to. But build. I mean, they have to build. Yeah. If you if you start getting into a TV show in the first episode, and the second episode, I mean, it could be a really good TV show. But I mean, the like Game of, of Thrones, shows. for example, exactly. I.
1: I didn't really know what was going on in the first episode. I don't think many people did. Right. But you quickly learn, and you really get into it and after a, a couple episodes.
0: Right, and the reason they don't want you to just completely know everything in the first couple of episodes is because they build on that, and that's what makes the episodes farther on in the season. That's what makes them so good, and that's why you, how you get to a fifth season, where if the first season's mostly set up, you get to a fourth and a fifth season, and those seasons will really just punch you in the face, and those are the best seasons of the show. And that's also um, similar to the show that I've been watching. I know it's been out for for two and a half years, so if you've already seen this show, uh, bear with me, but my father and I have just been watching the show Westworld. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few episodes of Westworld. Just, right, and it's, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very um, sci-fi with robots, and um, it's just more about, it's, the premise is it's in a wild, wild west scene, but people can pay this company, and they will send you into this wild, wild west area. Which, um, are company, or which are accompanied by hosts, which are robots, and they go through their storylines and such. Right. It's a great, great show. But my dad and I watched probably an episode a day. We're about eight episodes in the first season. And we started watching it, and about four episodes in, I mean, you're thinking, what the heck is going on? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm clueless, but al- there's also the part of me where it's like, I mean, I, I got to keep watching this. Yeah. I'm, I'm hooked. I'm and, baited uh, in. And so now I'm in the seventh episode, and, I mean, I, I think I know what's going on. I think I know where it's going to go. And then they just send me for a loop again. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, that aspect. Yeah, and I'm sure Peaky Blinders like is the same way. Absolutely. Yeah, and they all
1: kind of have that formula.
0: Right. And that's what the best TV shows do. You never know what's going
1: to happen. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the robots in Westworld look just like humans.
0: Right. That's that's their programming, what they're doing. That's what's fascinating.
1: It is fascinating because you don't know
0: who's going to be a robot and who's not a robot the beginning shows I guess that's a big part of the plot that's a big part of the plot okay. because you don't know maybe so I'll give Westworld a second chance yeah you should I... because the robots don't even know if they're robots and that's that's it intertwines really? and everything and it's. it's do beautiful. they think they're humans they do holy cow they, they, they live in their world and they, they don't we're, what if we're robots and we think we're humans wow because well that's a good point you make
1: I mean, what if we were constructed in a lab? We wouldn't know it. We didn't start we remembering things till we were like three or four years old.
0: Exactly. I, I remember reading Faulkner, William Faulkner, yeah, in 10th grade, As I Lay dying. As I Lay dying, And it, says, it basically says, I only know that I exist. Yeah, I mean, great reference, first of all. Thank uh, you. Very I, scholarly of you. I'd like to add a point in my tally for, I uh, for that. I bet you read about a tenth of that book. Oh, but, I, um, hey, oh, I, I gave it a good read. One of the best lines in that book, I think, is... Vardaman saying my mother is a fish and that's the only chapter I actually do remember that that's mean it's and I'm impressed that you did you actually read that book I did read that okay. book there you go it, it, was, it was a good book actually I, I can't say it was a good book I didn't understand three four Faulkner is quite Faulkner goes quite deep deep beyond the realm of imagination yeah he, he attacks parts of the brain that you didn't know were if day. you're going to read a Faulkner book you better put your seatbelt on you should and you better reread it about six or seven times yeah because reading it one time for me I still haven't even scratched the surface yeah but
1: well, two great uh, TV recommendations: Westworld and Peaky
0: Blinders. We couldn't recommend them enough. I mean, I'm um, I'm in love with them. I would. And watch Westworld is anyway. on HBO. Westworld's on HBO, but also what we've been doing is we have an Amazon Prime account, and you can purchase it off of Amazon right, Prime. Okay. So I mean, if you're willing to yeah. spend a little bit, little bit of money, um, and you don't have HBO, it's definitely worth it yeah. to go and watch an Amazon Prime. And also a book to read if you if you want to get your mind. If your mind's all wrapped up from Westworld, and Peaky yeah, pick blinders, up a book. Pick up a book. Go as I lay dying by William Faulkner. It'll really blow your socks off, and you won't even know your socks are on when you're reading this book. You'll be fully immersed and entranced in this reality. It's it's a depressing book, but you know what? We're in depressing times, so yeah, it's just what happens.
1: All right. Well, at this point, we're gonna dive on into uh, the sports talk.
0: Right. Right. So um, I know that um, CBS. We played the 2019 Masters. Oh, yeah. Yesterday,
1: uh, Easter Sunday, uh, what would have been... Poetic. What would have been Masters Sunday this year, they decided, CBS decided to replay the last year's 2019 Masters, in which Tiger performed the unthinkable, Um, coming back from two strokes, Sunday... Uh, just drama on the back nine, going through Raymond Corner. It was, it
0: was Brooks Kepka. who was who was kind of tailing him near the end. He had Brooks Kepka Yeah, there were there were about 18, five maybe. guys
1: who were all right. right. Mm-hmm. Correct, I'm Xander Shoffley, correct. Right. Xander Shoffley, um, yeah, Dustin Johnson. A lot of people don't remember this. Was
0: yeah, he finished stroke like twelve old, under.
1: Yeah, right. he, eleven under, I believe. Um, he he could have easily won it if Tiger had not made a couple birdies down the stretch. Right, which is a lot of a lot of people don't remember that. Right. Um,
0: and also, uh, I would like to point out the fact that um, I actually watched the 2005 Masters. Was it a day or two days before the 2019 was played? I think it was Friday night. They, yeah, they
1: played 2004, they played 2005. So, I think it was yeah. Matt DeMarco who Patrick was Patrick DeMarco.
0: Playing. Something like that. I think DeMarco in yeah. 2005 was playing Tiger Woods. And Tiger was up two strokes going into 17 and 18. And, I mean, at this point, Yeah, right after he, uh, yeah. Right, and it was Tiger. And Tiger was unbelievable. He had that. Legendary chip shot on sixteen. Right, it wore the Nike logo, sinks into the cup. Yeah, and, that's a beautiful, it. Yeah. beautiful shot. Advertised Nike probably went crazy when that happened. Oh yeah, they probably just, just right. jumped for joy and hugged everyone they could. But on seventeen and eighteen, Tiger bogeyed seventeen and he bogeyed eighteen. And then I always forget and that. I actually
1: didn't watch two thousand five. I watched two thousand four, and I watched twenty thirteen, and I watched twenty twelve. Right, but in ninety seven. But I did not watch two thousand five.
0: Ninety seven was just it, that was amazing.
1: But yeah, back to uh, two thousand five. So two
0: thousand five. So. Most people don't realize this, but him and DeMarco went into a playoff. And, I mean, after his legendary chip shot on 16, he bogeyed 17 and he bogeyed 18. And you got to think the mental toughness. They went to a playoff, correct. And the mental toughness of Tiger Woods to have one of the best shots in the history of golf, the history of advertising, the history of sports. Yeah. To go in his Absolutely. his favor and then to bogey back-to-back holes in the Masters and to come back and win in a playoff hole, I mean, that takes grit oh, yeah. and that takes guts. That's, but it might have been more impressive to win in 2019. What are your thoughts oh, on that? Just, 14, 15 years later? Um, it, I will
1: say this. It was just as exciting to watch it. The I would say I'm just around. as exciting. Almost just as exciting to watch it. Yesterday, as it was a year ago, right.
0: I mean, just the red shirt Sunday. I mean, you just get some I blood mean it just gets you want
1: just starts it, standing up. It, um, it's awesome. Even just watching it on TV yesterday, I was probably a hundred times more excited than I was watching Patrick Reed win it in person. Right at right. Augusta, uh, I actually left early. I was there on <laughs> Sunday, and Patrick Reed was finishing up on seventeen, and word was getting around that he had like a two shot lead or something. He wasn't mm-hmm. gonna lose. And uh, me and my dad said let's up get camping, out of here. beat out of the there. traffic out of the, out of Augusta. That but, probably
0: um, was the worst applause I think anyone's received. From yeah, the I Masters. mean
1: the patrons were respectful, right. but I mean it wasn't like a roar like it oh, was for Tiger. Right, obviously. I mean
0: no one can have the war compared to Tiger. Yeah, so, but that brings us to the point where the Masters are not in April this year, yeah. and they're going to be win
1: in September's so the weekend of September oh excuse me November, November November 9th the weekend of November 9th is the plan uh, So what's the weather Hopefully that'll happen are there, there's no azaleas I'm assuming in November 9th are there You wouldn't think so but the Masters has I would say they probably spend the most money on maintenance right. than any golf course in the world If
0: anything's going to happen the Masters will make it out it,
1: Regardless of whether or not the azaleas will be in full bloom I doubt they will they're going to have that course looking Oh, it's going to be shape.
0: And, I mean, even if it's not, that's not going to cause me not to watch the Masters. Yeah. Because it's the Masters. It's, oh, yeah. it's just, it's has so much dignity, has so much respect. I mean, you have to watch it.
1: Yeah. One more thing on, on the 2019 Masters that was aired yesterday. Um, they had, I don't know if you know this, but they had Jim Nance talking live to Tiger with Woods. Tiger. Right. Kind of a live interview while they watched the Masters together. Right. It's and to that so was cool. one of the coolest things because it was Tiger, the guy who did it all, you're watching him do it again, talking about his experience and what he was thinking for each shot, right. his plan, and then you had just the soothing,
0: pure sound of Jim Nance. Jim Nance. I mean, I, I mean, mean, I'm not a name shooter, a better voice. Name it. I, you can't see. I think I love, I love watching sports, but if I had to watch sports without commentators, then I mean, I would, it, it would be tough. Because I mean, when it comes to golf, Jim Nance. I mean, he also does college basketball and the March Madness, and then. When he goes to NFL, Tony Romo, I mean, he... Tony Romo. You cannot watch yeah. an NFL game commentated by Tony Romo and say you had a bad experience watching that NFL game. Yeah. He, he's just the best.
1: The best is Jim Nance paired with Tony Romo.
0: Oh, that would be... I, I don't even know... Because you
1: got be. Jim Nance's soothing voice, and then you got Tony, Tony Romo just expert, knows expertise the game backwards and forwards. I mean, uh, I, that's just... That's good stuff. CBS uh, does it right. CBS um, has a
0: lot under their belt, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy Yeah. But so a shift from golf... And to, we we're just trying to latch on to any sports that we can at the moment. And I personally, I know I'm, I'm alone in this aspect, but I'm a huge soccer fan. I've been playing yeah. soccer for all my life. I'm a goalkeeper. But um, I think that Bundesliga announced that they will um, return to play in early May in Germany, this which is has, which That's has the fifth highest cases of coronavirus. Germany. Really? Nationwide, or not are they, globally.
1: Or is they a plan to do without
0: fans? They're or? playing without fans until 2021, and so um, uh, I would like to propose the question to you. Would you go, or would you watch a soccer game if you're a soccer fan, a baseball game if you're a baseball fan, a college football game, et cetera, would you watch that game with with, with no fans in attendance? okay. This is a
1: great question. Um, and it's,
0: it's one being pondered around whether they're going to do it or not.
1: I think the short answer for me is yes. Oh, exactly. I would love to, just because I mean, better to have it than not. Right.
0: And I've, I've heard statements made where it's, you know, college football isn't the same without fans. College football... Is also college football, and no college because, football is yeah. no college football.
1: A big part of college football is the fans' atmosphere. Right. Right? Exactly, and but I would you I could would, even argue that the season would pan out completely differently
0: without fans than it would with fans. I think it would, and that's the one thing that that baffles me. That because I mean, I, I brought this point up earlier with Texas A and M. I mean, they they have on their stadium the twelfth man, and there's no twelfth man if there's no fans. Yeah, that's, I mean, is the home home court advantage because as being a Georgia football fan, um. We're going. Georgia's going down in Tuscaloosa, week three, or should be going down in Tuscaloosa, week three. And so there's just if there's no Alabama fans there, it's basically Georgia's going to play Alabama. Yeah, it'd it, be. It doesn't matter where they're going. And you next, could argue
1: it pose a huge advantage for teams that might be entering that game as an underdog or right. or hosting underdogs at their place. It could completely shift the um, season. But and, then again, if if, if 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 nobody gets home field advantage, then it could be considered equal playing field. Right. I don't like it. But as of right now, if I had to pick, gun to my head, I would want to watch it with no fans.
0: I would, I would, I would rather watch it with no fans than not watch it at all, just because Absolutely. I love college football. Um, I think college football is probably, in my opinion, the best sport you can have. Yeah, it's just the being a southerner, you can't not enjoy college football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When is do you know when the Bundesliga is making this move? It, they haven't said a specific date, but it should be early to mid May well, as they yeah. plan to end. Before um for July, which is when the Premier League has said it has murmured they would come back and join. Well,
1: maybe um, if it goes well with the Bundesliga, that could kind of set a precedent for other leagues across the world, including the
0: United States. We'll see. And exactly. All we can do is hope at this point. Right. And so feeding off of that, that's a new thing coming up in the news. Now it's got a new trends. Yeah. So I know that a lot of people, at least a lot of guys my age and our age, have been uh, trying to grow mustaches. Yeah, quarantine you know, facial mustaches. hair has become very, very popular. And trying to, or whichever way you want to do it, but it just facial hair has become very popular. Yeah. To guys. I think I think there's
1: a couple reasons this trend has uh, has come about come during this quarantine. Right. Um, first of all, um, not a lot of people are seeing other people. So right, it could be so kind of like if you if you're kind of self-conscious the way your facial hair looks I kind right. I kind of am I can't grow a great beard or mustache right, but I'm you know I'm I'm trying right I'm I see seeing it anybody. and I, I mean if I didn't know you and what do well, you I, think
0: if I I at I know you can you I, see it I can see it I look at it I mean it's only so been I about a week I, right and I know you so I don't think that you look like a, a scary person or you look. Okay, I appreciate that no worries of course but, no, um, but uh,
1: it's, it's, it's a fun thing to do you can you can check on your progress every couple of days every day you wake up see how, how far you've come right um, it's
0: something fun to look forward to the next yeah, day, I and mean, it sounds sad and sounds depressing. Which you know, I mean, I I'm the same way as you. I can't grow a mustache to save my life, but yeah. you I got mean, a little boutique on there. I got there. a little a little a little chin patch, you know. And it, this is it's modest, but it's it's honest work. And so it's I started to look like morning, a like a centaur. Right. I mean, I could I could gallop through the meadows and. And I mean, the landscapes. It would fit. It would, it fit. would fit. I just need I need to somehow find a way to grow half a body of a horse. Body. Yeah, we could work on that. Yeah, that, that could be a new thing. We could but, figure um, that out. So I think a lot of my friends, this will be our last topic of the day, but a lot of my friends um, had to shave their mustaches for Easter. I heard that. A lot of my friends did too. Because yeah. people are taking pictures and they're sending them out. But that's the thing. So I'm going to pop propose this question to you for our last question. What do you think do you think people should dress up for easter in this quarantine or easter's already happened do you think they should have or they shouldn't like what is your opinion on this
1: this is a tough one for me this is kind of a moral gray area right um i'm gonna say i respect the hustle right of trying to make it uh seem like it's normal well, well it's a certain amount of respect for the holiday and the and the christian values uh you know, like, the same reason you dress up to go to church. Although that's right. a, obviously a way more social environment. You see a lot of people. Um, but at the same time, I think it goes a long way to uh, see the importance of, of the holiday from the comfort of your own home without having to do all that. I think right. I think it shouldn't matter how you're dressed.
0: Right, I agree.
1: I, I, I see that it shows respect for the religion and all. But right.
0: You see, I, I have two different I do respect
1: the this. people that dressed up. I see... Right. I don't
0: see it as a negative at all. Right. And I I, I have two different perspectives on this. I think one of them personally, I think if this is, if people are dressing up just to, just for social purposes, just for social media, you know, to post up and say happy Easter. I I mean, I understand that if you're family, but I just, I don't see the reason of dressing up for individuals who just want to post on Instagram or, or just do things like that. But I will say that it kinda gives you a, a break. It, it's it's a tradition to dress up for Easter, to go out and you get you have a big Easter brunch and everything and so for the people who do it and I think that's what we need. I think that yeah, in this time absolutely. if I mean I personally didn't dress up in a button down, but I dressed up in, in, in a costume yeah, I that I found on, I mean. that I found in my room. I found a giraffe onesie and I said, You know what? I put it on. And yeah, and there I you think go. that it's it's not the best thing. <laughs> it, I, I but also I mean, in Zoom classes I've seen this many times where someone you know the movie Cars, right? Correct. Of course. So um Lightning McQueen is a the popular character in that movie and I've seen someone dress ka-chow. up as, as Lightning McQueen and in the top right ka-chow. corner of his Zoom thing he had Cachow. No way. Yeah. And so in the background he That's had beautiful. He had the racetrack full of cars and he was dressed up as Lightning McQueen and I think that it's it can be used as fun. Yeah. To dress I mean up. I've
1: seen a lot of a lot of girls have been like dressing up like and like dresses and stuff and like getting ready as if they were going to go out or something right. and, and I, then just like taking a picture. I mean, that's kind of stupid, that's but stupid, like I but see the appeal to want to dress up. It's something to do. Exactly. It's and especially for Easter because you're, you know, most of us probably wake up at noon every day, if we don't have a Zoom class and just stay in your pajamas and lounge just around. lounge around all day. But on Easter you wake up, you get dressed. It's it's a change and a it's a uh res- show of respect to the hobby thing. Right. So you know, I, and I think I think I like that's it.
0: a good part and I mean I agree with you and I think that even when coming back to the Zoom classes maybe it's not okay I wake up and I'm like okay I got a Zoom class today and it can pop in your head okay what am I going to be in my Zoom class today? Like, I like there's, there's it. There's a person who dresses up as a cop and a crime like scene in the that. background. I mean it's, it's, a, it's a trend that could hopefully flourish. And you got the, the liberty of the background. The liberty of the background. You can have Possibilities are endless. You can have a time with this and I think that it's, it's a good thing to do, and if you're listening to it and you you like this idea, send us a picture. You know, we'd love to see your ideas, and I think that that's just – it's a good way to kind of forget about the times we're in. All right. Well, uh, we thank you guys for uh, listening in, and um, so yeah, James been fun. signing off. has been Al, fun. Uh, I nice
1: uh, hope you all enjoyed the uh, first rendition of the uh, Back Porch uh, podcast. Back um, Porch? If you do hear the uh, highway in the background – uh, if you heard it during this episode and hear it for future episodes, uh, I hope it's not a problem. I hope it's kind of like a subtle white noise, almost, I adding... We so, all you know, it adds some character. I yeah. mean, you, you can kind of feel like you're, out, you're on maybe. the back porch with us, I hope. But uh, uh, I hope you all enjoyed listening, and um, uh, thank you if you did listen.
0: Right, and uh, we hope you come back sooner or later. We will have uh, new episodes out, either daily or, or weekly, so um yeah, just... Enjoy it, and um, we hope to hear from you soon. All right.